Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided, Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and the peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with ten thousands beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Lord, I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you, oh, I need you. Every hour I need you, my one my righteousness, oh God, how I need you. Where sin runs deep, your grace is more. Where grace is found, is where you are. And where you are, Lord, I am free. Holiness is Christ in me.
Lord, I need you. So teach my song to rise to you when temptation comes my way. And when I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. Lord, I need you. something different but good. What that means I'm not sure. It has been said in the past what happens in Vanuatu stays in Vanuatu. We're just thankful that you're a part of our church family and we'll share with you whatever I'm not sure what's going to happen. We've all had different experiences in Vanuatu. Me fella come long Australia, long Queensland, cross up long Brisbane, Nem blong plez blong mi fella emi tumba, mori igat sam we oli cam out long kingstall. Mi fella glad blong cam blong sabi you fella, more storian with him you fella. Mi fella come blong sarum glad heart blong god with him you fella. We've come from Australia, we've got some from Kingstall with us as we're travelling around. We come to share stories with them and to share God's glad heart with them. Thank you for joining us in church this morning. We hope you have a great time, as sure as we did. Thank you.
Thank you to Master Andrew and welcome to our Vanuatu service. We hope you enjoy yourselves. We're trying to bring Vanuatu to you guys. We would love to take you all to Vanuatu. Um, that's impossible, so we try our hardest to bring it back to you. Um, so please um, be welcome, guys. We've got videos and um, photos playing in the background. Our team's got um, several roles this morning. Uh, we are not professionals, but we try hard. So just please um, be welcome. And this morning we started with um, chorus singing. So when you come to church in Vanuatu, church might be at 9.30. It mightn't start till 10 o'clock. It might start till 11 o'clock, but only when, when everyone's ready. But I love coming to church and hearing the choruses singing. And this morning, if the music team would like to come up, we're going to begin by praising God and... Um, singing two songs, How Can I Keep From Singing Your Praises, and then King of Kings. So please, Vanuatu people love to worship. They really put everything into it. Um, yeah, just praise God with these songs. Thank you. I 
I know I am loved by the King, and it makes my heart. I am loved by the King, and it makes my heart. I am loved by the King, and it makes my heart want to sing.
singing, guys. Felt like it was in Vanuatu. Well done. Let's just pray. Father God, just praise your name. Thank you that you are getting praised all over this earth. Father, in Vanuatu, our brothers and sisters there, in Vietnam, Africa, Europe, Asia, all over the world, people are meeting and remembering you. Remembering your love for us, Father, we commit this morning to you. And um, just may your name be praised, honoured and glorified in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the things they do in Vanuatu, the worship leader introduces what's happening next about three times and I find it really interesting. So I'm going to try that um, now. So the next thing we've got, we've got some um, really exciting announcements from Miles shortly and then we're going to have the shoebox collection and a video. So we're going to need all the Sunday school kids to help with that and then we're going to have a children's story by Karen. So I'd like to ask Miles to come up now. Thank you. Thanks, Nigel. There's only twice. You got another three times, another once. <laughs> isn't it great this morning? Put your hands together for the Vanuatu team, hey? Isn't it awesome? I'll just run through some uh, announcements that's happening in the life of the church. And uh, there's a few things coming up, actually, um, in the next couple of weeks, uh, particularly this coming weekend. So don't forget this Saturday, 5.30pm, uh, potluck dinner. And there's sign-up sheets. I think that's still out there, Deanne. And um, thanks for that and um, for organising things with that. So come along to that. That's 5.30 next Saturday night with a 6pm serving. And on the Sunday, Sunday night, we have our Sunday morning service, of course, but Sunday night is a special youth baptism service at 5pm. Please come and join and celebrate in that time together as well. And the following Saturday is car boot sale, don't forget, 28th of October from 7 to 11am. And I hope you've um, booked your spot with that. Uh, if you need any more information, just give Tess a call during the week at the, in the office. And I'll just run through some quick more notices. I hope you've all got that through email, the, the Northern News. If not, pick one up on the, on the way out. Please read it carefully. There's lots of things in there. Um, Sunday, October 22, that's next Sunday, the Toowoomba Male Voice Praise will be leading a time of traditional worship and communion. So, um, yeah, please come and join and, and hear them. It'd be wonderful. Sausage sizzle today too, by the way. Uh, so join the Vanuatu team for a chat and a sausage sizzle after the service. And also don't forget uh, elders' nominations are, are underway. Uh, more information, uh, see Daniel. Daniel, where are you? Can you stand up so people know you? That's Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. And uh, also uh, a busy day on October 28th, not only the car boot sale but the International Street Festival is on as well and John Biley is uh, looking for a few helpers in there if you can help out as well. Just in the prayer point space of our church family at the moment, please look at your newsletter and pray for those people diligently, um, bring your heart to the Lord for their healing and health. But a special mention uh, this morning is for, for Liz Ison. Uh, is in hospital in palliative care and uh, she's just waiting for the Lord to take her home at the moment. So please keep uh, Liz in your prayers and, and Graham and the whole family. Also, um, many of you may, may have known Lyle Muller. Um, he, um, he passed away on Wednesday this week. Um, he's got a connection here with some of you here in Toowoomba and, uh, and so on. But, but Lyle was the, uh, in many of his roles and ministry, he was uh, over at Vanuatu. I think he was a teacher 
over there in missionary work over in Vanuatu for a number of years. Uh, he was uh, pastor of Gladstone Church of Christ and recently the pastor of Bribey Island Church of Christ. So our thoughts and prayers are with, the, with his wife Jill and the family. Um, and there's a uh, celebration service at Caloundra Church of Christ this Friday at 3pm for your uh, information as well. And the last uh, special mention this morning, uh, Robin Chapman, I just found out this morning, she's been admitted to hospital, so please keep Robin in your chair, in your prayers as well. And uh, I just, um, yeah, keep each other in your prayers as well as we do life and follow Jesus and uh, be his ambassadors in and out through this community and where he has placed you for your work influence as well. So uh, back to Nigel. Nigel? Nigel, three times. There we go. Awesome. Now, could I get all the Sunday school kids to go out the back door, please? We need your help. I was talking to um, one of the girls from youth group and we said about we've got shoebox collection today and she said, I remember they used to do that when I was a kid. So it's really special that the kids get to do that. But we might have roughly 200 shoeboxes out here. The kids are going to bring them in shortly. Um, But, yeah, this is Operation Christmas Christmas child. It's not long to Christmas, but these two boxes get sent all overseas, and um, there's a gospel message in there as well. So it's really special we can do this, and this gives the kids an opportunity to do that. So there'll be a video, and please enjoy. Three, two, when that shoebox is open, they're overjoyed. You can see them shouting, jumping. Every box is important because every box is an opportunity to tell a child about God's love, about His Son, Jesus Christ. If you get the heart of the child, you will reach the heart of the parents, you will reach the heart of the family, and then you will touch the community. That gift box is the beginning into their hearts. Isn't it incredible? how these gifts touch the lives of these children. Every year we see tens of thousands of children discipled. And we couldn't do this without you, so thank you for packing the boxes. Thank you for praying for these children around the world. God bless you, and keep packing those boxes. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. Um, there's also another 178 shoeboxes um, at someone's place that, yeah, they didn't want to bring the church, then take them back home. So that's for everyone that um, donated a shoebox, you're going to make a child's 
day very, very happy and you're also spreading the gospel message. Um, also, um, young people are really um, growing in God this year. Miles never announced it, but there's a baptism service next Saturday. I did. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I apologise, but it is so good. Sorry, Miles. I'm just trying to fill in time. But it is so good, and there's even um, more young people thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, so just keep young people in your prayers, and, um, yeah, just the Sunday school's going great. It's really good. So when you're all finished, guys, can you come here? And then Karen's got a children's story. After the children's story, we've got another song. We're going to sing The Goodness of God. And then we've got um, some special people coming to tell you about um, our mission trip. So here's Karen and Andrew. Okay, come and sit down everybody. We've got a special story that we're going to do today. It's called Giving is Better. Sometimes we are selfish and don't even know it. Sometimes we're not happy and don't want to show it. Clarence the Fox was both of these things and when he saw others happy, it would make his heart sting. He thought, why is it so? I can't seem to see why happiness found them but hasn't found me. Maybe it's this. I know what to do. If I find what they have, I'll find happiness too. So he set out to find what it was that they had and soon he would know what was making them glad. First he came across Lucy, a kind bunny rabbit, and when he came to happiness, there was no doubt she had it. Clarence asked, Miss Lucy, my neighbour and friend, what makes you so happy from the day's start to the end? Oh, Clarence, my boy, Lucy said with a smile, if you have all the reasons, it would sure take a while. But here is just one thing, one of the things I love most. Take my very best carrot and now listen close. Giving is better, far better than getting. I know it may not seem true. But just try it once and you'll find what you're missing. That giving is better for me and for you. Clarence ran off thinking, that must be wrong. Giving is better? What an odd, silly song. Next thing he knew, Clarence ran into James a chipmunk whose smile had brought him some fame. James, tell me please, Clarence began inquiring, how can it be that you never stop smiling? It's simple, my friend, James quickly replied. I am thankful for all that I have in my life. Now, have some of my acorns. I have plenty, you see. Now, I've got less less that I want, but more than I need. As Clarence kept going, he thought like before, how can giving be better? Is less somehow more? Then he ran into Owen, the most unselfish moose. Maybe he'd known this way to help Clarence's blues. 
Owen, please help me. I can't seem to find why everyone's heart is more happy than mine. Owen responded with a big toothy grin. I know what you're seeking. It's something within. If you search your, your heart, it will soon become clear. But take my hat and scarf as it's quite cold out here. As Clarence was leaving, he heard Owen sing too, giving is better for me and for you. I still don't get it, Clarence thought to himself. I have all of these nice gifts, but they just haven't helped. And finding no answer, Clarence turned to go home when he saw Willow the beaver looking sad and alone. Tell me, my friend, why are you so sad? Has something gone wrong that has made you feel bad? It's nothing that happened, Willow said with a tear. It's about all of these things that I'm missing right here. You see, I'm building a snowman, but I cannot proceed as I don't have the things that a good snowman needs. So instead, he's just plain with no face to show. He won't be a real snowman, just three balls of snow. Clarence wished he could help out, but what could he do? How could he make Willow happy if he was sad too? Then Clarence remembered all the gifts in his pack and perhaps to be happy he should try giving back. So he said to Willow, I think I've got what you need and because others have been so kind to me, Clarence gave Willow the carrot, acorns, hat and scarf. Then she'd finished her snowman and it warmed both their hearts. As he turned to go home, Clarence felt kind of strange. The sting in his heart had suddenly changed. Though his pack was now empty, his heart overflowed. Was it the things he had given or the kindness he'd shown? Just then, Clarence realised he'd had it all wrong. Trying just to be happy kept him sad all along. Owen was right, Clarence thought with a smile. There's something with that I've had the whole, had all the while, while Clarence the fox was much happier now. And when others asked why he would sing to tell them how. Giving is better, far better than getting. I know it may not seem true. But just try it once and you'll find what you're missing. But giving is better for me and for you. Sometimes we are like Clarence. We can be selfish and want what others have. Lucy had lots of reasons to be happy and gave Clarence the best she had. Lucy is just like the Vanuatu people. They give us the best that they had. Sometimes they go without just so we can have the best. James was always smiling and thankful for all that he had. The Vanuatu people are one of the happiest people in the world. They have the most beautiful smiles and will always say hello. They make you feel loved and special. Owen knows that to be happy you have to have something within. It's Jesus that's in our heart that makes us happy. Each village in Vanuatu has a church. The church is very important and they decorate it with beautiful flowers and they worship God every chance they get. Willow is so grateful for the gift that she was given. 
the children that receive your shoebox gifts will be blessed so much because of the kindness and generosity of the people at church. Just like the song and the story, the Bible also tells us in Acts 20, 35, we must be remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So what can we do? We can go and bless others. We can show kindness, be generous and above all, thank God for what you have and invite Jesus to live in your heart. So we have some colouring things all about Vanuatu down on the back table with some pencils. So you can go and get a book and take a few coloured pencils and go back to your seats. Thank you everyone. Children's stories aren't just for the kids, are they? That was awesome. Um, thank you guys for your help. That was really good. Next we have a song, so if the singing team would come up, we're going to sing The Goodness of God, and then we've got an interview with a couple of very important people, and then we're going to have church prayers. So please join with us singing and praising God. Over, it's flowing over me. Your goodness is flowing over. It's flowing over me. 
flowing over me. Your goodness is flowing over, it's flowing over me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Your goodness is flowing over, it's flowing over me. All my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. Thank you, guys. We've got the privilege, I'd just like to call Marcus and Eliza and Peter up. Um, we're going to interview Marcus and Eliza, but for that, one of the traditions or things they, they do on Umboy, um, we would get up and we would say, name belong me, Nigel, like Andrew did, and I bring you greetings from Tour North Church of Christ and Kingsthorpe Church of Christ. And Peter, um, he's over here to get his um, visa renewed. It could be a couple of days, he's been here a couple of weeks, or it could be a couple of months. But Peter would like to bring a greeting from Vanuatu. Thank you, Teacher Nigel. (laughs) I call him Teacher because he teaches Sunday school. And uh, when you have a position of some sort in Vanuatu, you generally refer to other people by their position rather than necessarily just by their name, Nigel. It's part of the value of Vanuatu um, where respect for other people and the work they do is very high. My name's Peter Bryant. I'm actually from Victoria, but I've spent the last seven years in Vanuatu. And it's only my second time back to Australia in those seven years. I first went to Vanuatu in 1984. And I taught for three years at Ramwadi College, which is one of the mission schools of Churches of Christ in Vanuatu on the island of Pentecost. Then I came back in 2017 as principal of Londua Technical College, which is, again, one of our early mission schools. But as you may have known from some of the stories that uh, Nigel and the, the crew have come back with, that was a time when we had a problem on the island of Umbai and A volcano erupted and we had to evacuate the island. Uh, For me, 
I had to evacuate a whole school, staff and students. And then returned, uh, moved to a different island, set up school again, finished our exams, go back to Umbai Island again, start our new school year, and then before a few months, we had to evacuate a second time. Uh, in all that time, Toowoomba North crew were here in Vanuatu. Sorry, not, I'm saying here because I'm thinking I'm still in Vanuatu, but I'm not. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, uh, in all that time, they were moving in and out of Vanuatu, but I never met them. Where we settled, Churches of Christ in Vanuatu took up another school as its responsibility for the first time. And so there is now a third Churches of Christ school in Vanuatu, known as Bombo, and I was principal there for three years. And at the end of that time, unfortunately, I couldn't come back to Australia because the international borders in Vanuatu were closed. So the Church of Christ Conference office asked me to come and work with them, and I've been working there since the start of last year. I'm doing work uh, in writing policies and so on, and also I've been overseeing the work of some community development projects in Vanuatu. And uh, I was fortunate in the time that the team were there in Vanuatu that uh, they could see some of the more remote places. Because one of the challenges the team faced is quite a new thing. It's been less than 12 months since we started developing some issues with transport around the islands. And they really faced it in a very big way, where at the end of the time, eventually they, they had to um, charter a plane and go across to Umbai to Lansbury. And uh, some of the team were not able to go because of the chartered plane, and because of ill health. So we went and spent a bit of time travelling around to the different islands, uh, different parts of the island of Sando, to see some of the other churches. And I had warned them that when you see these churches and these communities, when you go to Umbai, it is a step up. In closing, I want to... Um, ask Pastor Miles and also Pastor Kelvin uh, to actually come up to the front for a moment, please. Um, Firstly, from the Conference of Churches of Christ in Vanuatu, 
I do want to bring greetings to you here at Toowoomba North Church of Christ. I especially bring greetings from the National Conference President, who is Elder Wilson Tower. Uh, he's originally from Lansbulu, where we have partnership with that particular area, and also from the Secretary General, Pastor Owen Barney, who um, uh, I know that Nigel and, and the team have had the chance to meet him. I'd also like to bring greetings to you from the other staff who work in the office, who have responsibility for different areas of the functioning of the conference. You might be interested to know that for Vanuatu, they have 98 churches of Christ spread across a number of islands, and they have one international congregation based in Namia in New Caledonia. So the 99 churches also send you their greetings. As you've heard, there are greetings from Lansbalu, which is the name for the churches collectively in the eastern and southern part of the island of Umbai. And on behalf of them, I'd like to say thank you to the whole congregation for the partnership and the support for many years. It is something that for many years now, for about four years now, we've not had the opportunity to have anyone come to visit um, or to be part of the life of churches in Vanuatu. But you were not forgotten. And I would like to read to you um, from Philippians chapter 1. It says, Whenever you cross my mind, I thank my God for you and for the gift of knowing you. My spirit is lightened with joy whenever I pray for you, and I do constantly, because you have partnered with me to spread the gospel since the first day I preached to you. So on behalf of the Churches of Christ in Vanuatu, I'd like to say thank you to all of you, and particularly uh, for the two pastors and the support that they have given to the team. The team has faced some of the most difficult challenges that Vanuatu could throw to them, except for maybe some cyclones. It's the <laughs> wrong time of the year. But the maturity and the faith and uh, the depth of their commitment that they showed in that time there. And I can say that because they lived in my house for the, for the two weeks that they were there. Um, it's something that um, maybe day-to-day you might not see. But in that environment, and when faced with such challenges as they did have, um, we really thank you as a church for their commitment and their time and energy and everything. 
as a symbol of saying thank you, but also in line with the verses that I've just read. I'd like to um, present to the two pastors on behalf of the churches in Vanuatu something that to us seems quite simple or small. It's a basket. You might carry your shopping in it or you might, as my mother did, put your clothes pegs in there or, or something like that. Okay? But in Vanuatu, this is more than just something that you use. It is a symbol. And it's a symbol of that partnership. It's also a symbol of unity. And it's also a very tangible way that when you look at it, you remember where it's come from, the people, the stories that go with it, and at the same time too, uh, it's a part of that memory. When you think about people, you pray for them. And that partnership continues in its strength day by day, not just only a special time when a team comes over. So on behalf of the Churches of Christ in Vanuatu, I'd like to present you both with one of these as something tangible um, to show that partnership. And then um, I'd like to pray for you and the, the congregation. Let us pray. Papa God, Lord Heaven, thank you from big fellow love, more grace, more power, blue you, where you show me, me fellow, every day. Thank you from Piccanini, blue you, Jesus Christ, where. Let me come inside the world, Lord, show them out. Love blew you by one very real, more practical way. Lord, thank you from love where you show them, Lord, me fella, Lord, Vanuatu, through the partnership where you stop. Thank you from or get away, or you stop lot to Wumba North. Thank you from commitment, Mohat Blogeta, or show them out. Grace blew you. Moshom glad heart of love blew you. We come no life, blow me fellow love Thank you, we me fellow Sevi come. Loshir, thank you. Lord, team, we only come. We stop with them. Uh, we felt a lot place here today, Lot Wumba. Thank you from love, Logeta. Thank you from commitment. Well, thank you from 
Hatlogeta Losserve Losher Moblo reveal more show him out more love please so Lord thank you for the love the heart the graciousness and for the spirit of Jesus Christ that is with us. And thank you that uh, you continue to bless the partnership, bless these two pastors as they lead and encourage. Thank you for the team that visited. Bless each of them. Continue to give them memories and a heart of love and giving. Lord, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Peter. I don't think Peter is aware, but Philippians 1, 3-6 was the verse that the partnership was signed with. That was six, seven years ago, 2017. So that's great. One of the privileges of taking people to Umbai to Vanuatu is seeing them change, seeing their reactions to stuff that they've never seen before. Um, and this year we've we've had probably five young people, um, and the whole team. It stays in your heart, and people that have been to Vanuatu, um, they can yeah support that. But we've got Marcus and Eliza up here this morning. And I just want to ask them um, some questions and they can tell you about their trip. So I'm going to ask Marcus first. Why did you come, what made you come on this mission trip? Well, <laughs> gone a bit far. I hadn't been overseas that I could remember before and I hadn't been to a mission trip before and I felt it was a good opportunity that was God-led to do some mission, help out in an area that I wasn't knew or experienced in. Good. Um, and Loisa, what was some of the things you were looking forward to, hoping would happen? Um, for me, I'd heard lots of stories from Nigel and Karen about like the kids, especially. Um, so yeah, I was really excited to meet all of them. Yeah. Awesome. Marcus, when you got to um, Vanuatu, um, landed on Santo and then Amboy, what were your first impressions? first impressions was the difference in the land like it's just a sea of green and then just blue skies as far as it can go and differences everyone there looks a little bit different a little bit darker but they're just so much happier they always say hello always smile at you it's just they're so nice absolutely um and Eliza on the Friday night we went to a youth group and we have youth group here um, what were some of the things that we did and some of the things that were different at youth group? Um, well, youth group over there isn't just like your typical youth. It's ages 5 to 32. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So it's a big age gap. Um, and then they split into like age groups. age groups, yes. Um, so the young ones, we did like different colour kind of activities um the middle age group 
Laura and Caleb leading, and they did. Yeah, I don't really know. Sorry. That's all right. But yeah, just yeah. What was the prizes like? That's what I was getting to. The prize time. Prize time. Um, that was awesome. So they all know the words of the songs. They're all amazing singers, and it's just they don't care what they look like or what other people think. It's just solely between them and God. So it's awesome. Um, Marcus, what were some of the um, things you found hard or difficult that you had to go through? Oh, quite a lot. Um, it's cold showers yeah. all the way through. Yep. That was brutal. Um, food was a readjust. It's not bad food, just different food. Lots of rice, like lots of um, root vegetables and stuff like that. Um, hardest part for me, though, was saying goodbye to the kids on Umbai. We were only on Umbai for two days, so we didn't get as much time as we wanted to. But, yeah, it was during those two times, they're so welcoming and so loving that it is like their family, and when you have to leave them, it's quite hard. Yep. And, Eliza, what were some of the best things that you um, saw or experienced and, um, yeah, got to do? Um, probably Umbai in general, but, like... Probably the closing ceremony that we had there. We were all lining up at the end to like shake hands. And there was about six girls. Like they didn't shake my hand and they'd just like come and tackle you in a hug. It was, yeah, got some tears, but yeah. Yep. Eliza wasn't coming home. So (laughs) I was a bit worried for a bit. Um, Marcus, what were some of the best things that you experienced as well? Too much. Um, Beautiful people, firstly. They're, like I said, so generous. Like, you walk in and they just immediately treat you like family, give you everything they have. Um, Beautiful food, beautiful places, just such happy times, happy people, smiles all around. Great. And, Eliza, um, what were some of the hardships that you faced? What did you find hard or you were a bit challenged with? Some of the things like that. Um, Probably initially was, like, leaving my family. That That was hard. And then when we couldn't get to Umbai on the plane and we were faced with possibly going by boat at midnight, heaps of unknowns, that was pretty scary. It was like, well, really have to kind of dig deep and trust there. But, yeah, and then leaving, leaving Umbai was really hard. Yeah. Well done. And Marcus, has this trip changed you at all or if so, how? It's challenged me a lot more to be like them, to be immediately welcoming and loving to people that you don't know immediately and they're a little bit strange, a little bit different, but to just love them the same and to be generous and open. Great. And Eliza, what have you learnt from this trip too? Um, probably the same, just really just be loving to everyone. Um, yeah, just kind of that your circumstances doesn't determine your joy as well. Great advice. Thank you, guys. Um, any advice? Um, no? Yeah, please. Thank you very much. Any advice to someone? When I came back, I was relieved in the fact that, like, coming down off, you know, a super happy time, you know, coming down, I was relieved in the fact that you can come back and you can still do mission. You know, you don't have to go overseas to a different country to do mission. You can do it in your workplaces, at school, at university wherever, you can still share the love of God. You can still be welcoming. Awesome. And Eliza, got any? No, that's okay. So thank you, guys. Well done. Um, The whole team. So 
the whole team, um, very, very good. Circumstances were trying, um, especially when we didn't know when we were, when we were going, if we would get to Umbai, anything like that. Um, GMP trains us very well for um, circumstances like that, and but the whole team did apply themselves very well. So thank you, guys. Um, next we have Simon doing church prayers, and then we will sing a song, I Stand in Awe of You, and then we're going to have communion. So thank you, Simon. So before we come to the Lord in prayer, um, I'd like us just to take a, a, a moment to silently think about our relationship with the Lord and what he's done for us. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you in prayer. You are Lord over all and you are in control of all things. Thank you that you know us. You know when we sit down and when we stand up. You understand our thoughts from far away. Thank you for being our saviour and for your everlasting love. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to know the creator of our world and that we can be called your children. We thank you for your son and for the forgiveness you offer through his sacrifice. We ask for your forgiveness today for what we have done wrong. We thank you that we can come together today and fellowship with each other in peace. Please help us to come before you now with humble hearts and quiet minds. We ask that you will help us to push aside the thoughts of the goings of life and its busyness and to focus on you and the blessings you have given us. We thank you that we have the opportunity that we have to live in this beautiful country. Even though we are told to expect the dry, we ask that you will send rain for our land. Thank you for the gifts that have been given in the offerings and for the blessing it is for us to be able to give. We ask that you will see that it goes to where it is most needed. We pray for the members of our church family who are unwell in body and in mind. We ask for healing if it is your will and that you will give them strength through their trials and that they will know that you are with them through the hard times as well as the good. We pray in particular for Jeff King, Ian Smith, Ian Williamson, Joyce Ansom, Glennis Roberts, Heather Applin, Kylie Christian, Parker Ellingson, Lil Carlson, Liz and Graham Ison. We pray for the Muller family in this difficult time of loss. We pray for the members of Parliament after the referendum yesterday. We pray for unity in the Parliament on this issue. Please give our Prime Minister wisdom and strength in these challenging times. We pray for those who are suffering in the conflicts in the Ukraine, Israel and Palestine. We pray for all the unsaved that you will open their eyes, they will come to know you and the hope that you give. We pray for those who are your own people, that you will protect them and give them your peace, hope and love. We pray that the outcomes of these, on, 
these conflicts will be according to your will. We pray for our family in Vanuatu and the members of the Lansbulu Council on Umbai, and we ask that you will be with them today. We pray for those we support in mission, for Denise Landers, Matt La Woodlands, uh, the Mariba Church, Pastor T, Margaret Pashley, Caleb Dankro, Tim and Shelby Watkin, Chris and Cheryl Mason, Carol and Phil Short, Ken and Helen Matthews. We pray for the elders and pastors of our church that you will continue to give them wisdom and unity and you would reveal your will for this church to them and the direction you would like the church to go in. We pray for the ministries of the church, Kids on Sunday, Youth Group, Girls Brigade, Young Adults Group, Women to Women, Share In, Men's Shed and Men's Ministry, that your influence will be known and your will will be done. Thank you for the giving of bottles and cans in Sunday school. We pray that you will be with Lepukasen and Nalika, who are who they are supporting. Lord, we thank you again that we can come before you with our concerns and requests. We bring all these things to you in your name. Amen. Thank you, Simon. Uh, if I could ask the music team to come up again. Um, we're going to sing I Stand in Awe of You.
I'll give you a moment to wrestle with your um, communion package or your elements. Aren't these things great? One of the things that stood out to me um, on Umbai in particular, because um, Nigel was sort of, you know, we're trying to work out what reception we'd have and all that kind of stuff. Um, and while some of the, um, the locals were singing to us, they had the words on their phone. I'm going, wow, you know, they're, they're with it. Um, but I thought I'd start today with a little pop quiz, a little lesson in leadership which you won't hear from any leadership course, and I've done a few. So I'll start in John 13. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. Skip a few verses. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. But Jesus knew he had authority over everything. So what did he do? Can anyone tell me? He washed his disciples' feet. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with a towel he had around him. Skip a few verses again. I know Steve um, warned of that, doing that a few weeks ago. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again, sat down and asked, Do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, And you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. So I guess we had the team of us, 11 of us in the end, who you could say were up the front in going to Vanuatu and serving which is, you know, it was a great privilege to be able to do. But I just thought, this just stood out to me. Um, We went over to serve them. However, I think they probably served us, um, particularly on, well, yeah, on on Santo as well, but particularly in Umbai. They served us. It was incredible. You know, they would... um, we got there, they brought us up supper that night. Every morning they would um, bring us up stuff for breakfast, um, the lunches, all the stuff. The service to us was just great. Nigel and Karen, every morning, would get up on Santo and they'd walk down to the markets to bring us breakfast. And the service, again, stood out. Before we left... Um, when we were gathered here, the families that come, that got up out of bed to see the people who went off, who were going on the plane. Um, for myself, we were going through, you know, selling a house and renting it back and all of the, the stress and the drama of that that um, my wife, Diane went through. 
and the help we had from people who um, came around and did yard work that I couldn't do because I was having a great time in Vanuatu. So, um, yeah, just wanted to recognise that. And I guess for myself, it's in an area I need to definitely step up in is that service to others. Um, we had a couple, I missed them, unfortunately, but we had a couple of earthquakes in um, near Santo, and I think that was a pretty decent one not long after we left, actually, to come home. And they measure earthquakes on the Richter scale, and you probably know for each number you go up, you know, it goes from 1 to 10. It's a logarithmic scale, so, you know, 1 from 6 is, is 10 times greater than the 1 at 5. Um, and I guess we saw from Jesus, it's kind of a logarithmic scale what he did, wasn't it, in terms of um, the service that he gave to those disciples, washing their feet and then stepping it up a notch, a lot of notches with, um, with his death on the cross. So let's take our, um, um, our elements and um, if you just have your... Um, your bread ready, and I'll just read from First Corinthians. Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Please feel free to take yours. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Feel free to do your communion now if you could get it open. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he's come, till he comes. Let us pray. Lord God, we also are waiting till you come. We just thank you for your love, for your mercy, for your sacrifice. And we just remember you now in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jeff. One of the things I haven't told you yet is um, when they have combined worships or combined services, they go from two to four hours. Um, so it won't happen this morning. So, um, But today we've got the privilege of bringing Vanuatu to you. And um, please enjoy the, the snaps. There's thousands of photos. We've only put 200 on. Um, but, yeah, so this is just some of the things we've done about our trip. I just want to um, bring back a report and then just some thoughts that have already been touched on. It's just amazing. So it's been two weeks since we've been back, uh, arrived back in Australia. This trip started to be organised back in February this year with the help and support of our church at Tuama North, Global Mission Partners, Church of Christ Vanuatu and the Lands Bulu Council on the island of Umboy. Thank you, church, for your support and prayer and encouragement. It was a hard trip and a very rewarding one for everyone who went. I would like to begin with an overview 
of how we got to this point. Vanuatu is a three-hour flight from Brisbane and it's the same latitude of Cairns in North Queensland. It's a country made up of more than 80 islands. It's home to 200,000 people. It's an island paradise but one of the most natural disaster-prone countries in the world. It's located on the Ring of Fire. It's got four active volcanoes and is regularly hit by earthquakes and cyclones. While we were there, some of our team members experienced a 6.1 magnitude earthquake when they were on the island of Santo. Umboy is a small outer island, only 30 minutes flight by plane and east of Santo. And about 9,000 people live on Umboy today. I just want to give you a brief history of the partnership between our church and the 10 churches of the Lansbulu Council. In 2016, eight of us went to Umboy for the first time. It's a beautiful island and we fell in love with the land and its people. Vanuatu, as mentioned, is known as the happiest place on earth. In 2017, 15 people went back and the church partnership was signed with the 10 Churches of Christ of Lansbulu Council on South and East Umboy. However, on the day we flew off Umboy, the volcano erupted. It looked just like a normal volcano you might see on TV. Little did we know it was going to be the largest ash fall anywhere in the world in the last 30 years, depositing ash on everything up to a metre deep. Over the next nine months, the people of Umboy were evacuated twice. They spread throughout the islands of Vanuatu where they could, but most went to the island of Santo. Our church sent aid, but there was little else we could do besides pray for them. In 2018, they were still evacuated, so we organised a mission trip to help medical, medical Santo repair a roof on a house. While we, the, we, while we were there, we could see the hardship of the people were going through. They were living in black plastic garden, um, yeah, black plastic garden netting. We visited those who we could and we encouraged them. They were living on rice with no green vegetables for nine months. Andrew, Faye and Karen felt led to go back in December that year to listen, pray and support them. In 2019, we had a team of eight go to Amboy because the evacuation was over. We helped with the clean-up and encouraged them as, they, as we could. They were happy to see us, but they had sadness in their eyes. And then COVID hit, so there was no more overseas mission trips. As a church, we were able to do mission trips to Charleville in 2021 and 2022 and help the Church of the Outback. And 26 people from our church went along to help and serve there. But in 2023, we were able to go back after four years. I was wondering how the partnership would be after such a long absence. When we were finally able to fly to Umbai, there was a Facebook post saying that our Toowoomba family are coming home after four years. How good was that? We were on Umbai for two and a half days and they blessed us so much. I'd like to detail what the team achieved in the two weeks we were there. On Thursday we landed... Drove, out, drove to our accommodation on the back of a ute. It's always a highlight. And then we settled in. On Friday, we helped at Medical Santo, screen printing, servicing cars and waterproofing the new extension. Lynn Cox, the CEO of Medical Santo, thanked our church for the blood analyzer our church donated last year. 
it meant that the old one could come back to Australia and get recalibrated. The new extension on Medical Sando looks really good. It contains two x-ray rooms, a dental room, a server room and a lunch room. Friday night we went to youth group and taught them some of our new games. They showed us how to worship. They have so much passion and it just gave us goosebumps to listen to them. On Saturday we went to Lucian and Jalen's house. They are missionaries on Santo. The younger ones did a kids program and devotions, the first one that that local community had ever had. The older ones serviced the car, in, installed security screens on their house. Jalen said that this was the first time anyone has come and helped them this way. We were such a blessing. On Sunday we went to Vunumili Church and sang a couple of songs for them. That afternoon we went to Million Dollar Point for a swim. We did have some R&R. On Monday, the trip got difficult. We went to the airport to go to Amboy, only to find our flight was cancelled. We went to Air Vanuatu office, and they didn't even know it was cancelled. So the team went to work. Some went to Medical Sando, others repaired toilets, showers, doors, lights at our accommodation, Peter's house, and others mowed and whippersnipped. From Monday to Thursday... I was not in control one bit of what was going on. I tried to get another flight to Amboy, but they were all booked up. This trip was getting really hard to organise. We just kept getting roadblocks. On Tuesday, it was suggested that we go to Amboy by boat. It was a freighter with some seats, and it left Santo for Amboy at midnight. This was a huge test of faith for our team. We would face seasickness, no sleep, how much was it worth for us to go to Amboy? Was this God's plan or was this a test from God? I felt this wasn't Bible study anymore. This was a real test on how much I trusted God. Could I ask the team to do this? Would they do this? So as a team, we prayed about it, we shared, we cried and encouraged each other and this brought our team closer together. Fortunately, we missed three boats for various reasons. It didn't look like we were going to get to Amboy. As a last resort, I tried a new airline, Unity Airlines. We were able to charter a plane, but we could only take seven to Amboy. Unfortunately, Simon and Hannah got sick. Andrew and Karen stayed back with them. But seven of us were going to Amboy. On Amboy, we were blessed. We were given a welcome service that night. We visited Kutui School on Friday and we were able to join in devotions with them. The headmaster gave thanks to our church for the money we put in to help with the new roof on the classrooms. Without that contribution, they wouldn't have been able to get it done. We visited churches on East Umboy on Friday and South Umboy on Saturday. Jeff said all we did was praise and graze. We had so much food or kai kai. Saturday they gave us a farewell service none of us will ever forget. Back at Santo, Simon and Hannah were recovering. Andrew tried to fix the medical Santo truck and Karen helped the Church of Christ office ladies. On Saturday they drove up to North Santo past Port Alry to visit churches and villages with Peter and Eva from Global Mission Partners. They donated pig mesh to help protect their gardens. One visit they visited one lady that holds a church service on her own every Sunday. That's faith. On Sunday, the Umboy crew flew back to Sugarcane. 
Laura and Eliza were very happy to see Karen again. That afternoon we went to the Blue Hole for a swim. Monday and Tuesday we painted Lucianne and Jalen's house and on Wednesday we wound down at beautiful Port Olry and on Thursday we flew home. So what did this trip achieve? We blessed people so they could be a blessing to others. At Medical Sando we helped get work done on their new extension. By doing maintenance at Sugarcane we moved one lady to tears. She said, we see a need, we fill a need. She said, we inspired her to help her church more. The local youth groups we taught new games, did devotions and encouraged them. The local kids we built relationships. Caleb showed one kid how to draw. We played every, every we played ball every afternoon with them. For Luciane and Jalen, we installed security screens, serviced the car, fixed a cement mixer, and painted their house. They are busy being missionaries and have little time for themselves. Luciane volunteers at Medical Sando and he helps and preaches at local churches. Jalen teaches Sunday school, youth group and helps with the ladies' ministry. We could only bless this family, Medical Santo and the Churches of Christ North Santo because of the support and donations from this church. We couldn't do this without you. I would like to play a message from Luciane now. Hey, Nigel, Karen and uh, team. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely blown away. Uh, got home and just had a look at the house as we were driving in. And um, you guys are absolute legends. Thank you so, so much. Um, as Karen said in the car, it doesn't look a million bucks. It looks about three million bucks now. So, uh, yeah, she's about right, I think. Um, you guys have been absolute legends. But... Um, um, in, more importantly than painting, um, just you guys coming out and spending time with us and us getting to know you guys, um, I think that's where the, the value has really been and uh, thank you so much for coming out and uh, for spending time with the kids, spending time with us, getting to know us more as we get to know you and um, and I also had a, a, an absolute ball with Andrew today just uh, going around the place and trying to find parts and bits and pieces so... Um, yeah, we've been absolutely touched and blessed by you guys and uh, we just wanted to say a huge thank you um, from our family to uh, all of you guys and the church family that supports you guys as well for being here. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone. This is the results of mission. It's truly a blessing to be a blessing. Umboy was all about relationship. In 2017, I was talking to Elder Edward and he was showing me another mission trip, mission team. And he said, I said, you've had other mission teams here. He said, yes, but you are the only ones that have come back. And that's how much it means to them. They blessed us so much. They welcomed us with salu salus, bags, gave us beautiful fruit and kai kai and food and showered up, showed us around their beautiful island our relationship, partnership is strong. We are looking forward to going back to Amboy in December and they are excited about coming back, us coming back again. Our team members realise what is important in life, family, relationships and God. Marcus, Eliza, Caleb, Laura and Jeff were all adopted over there. I saw Caleb asleep with his Bible open on his chest. How good is it to see that happening? 
Mission gives the people that go new perspective and direction in life. But how does a mission trip benefit the church? It gives people in church the opportunity to support the team financially and through prayer. Thank you for those who gave financially. We couldn't have done it, what we did, without you. Some of the team couldn't afford to go without your help this trip. Thanks for those who were praying for us after seeing our updates on Facebook. You got us to Ambai and you got us home safely. I wasn't in control of this mission trip, but I knew that God was. Before we went, I wrote an outline on what I planned to do. I may as well have torn it up. God had different plans. Because our team got split up, we were twice as effective. How mission has changed this church. Looking back, mission has made this church more outward focused. Pre-2016, and I am very guilty of this, if a missionary would come to our church for a visit, it would be held in a house because only six or eight people would come. Post-2016, Pastor T from Vietnam came and she got close to 200 people that came to her mission night. Now when a missionary comes, we usually get 60 to 80 people or more every time. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus gives us the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Paul always started his letters with the, to the churches with encouragement. How can we be how can we encourage missionaries overseas? Pray for them. They are always thankful. People are praying for them. We can support them financially with our mission support giving. But do we need to go overseas to be a missionary? No. We have fish, mission fields around us every day. Jesus was asked the question, What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered, Love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. The man asked, Who is my neighbour? Jesus told him the story of the Good Samaritan. Our neighbours are the people we meet every day. Our family, our schoolmates, our work colleagues, sporting teams, shop assistants or just people we meet in the street. See a need, fill a need. Love God and love your neighbour. This is what I told the team when we finished. Take this home with you. What we did, what we saw and what we received. Go and do likewise. Eliza fell in love with the kids on Numbai. She didn't want to come home. I told her there are kids at church that need to see the love that you were shown here. Marcus said he's trying to put into practice some of the love he was shown on Umboy. Mission changes people. We need to be Jesus to the people we meet every day. We need to be salt and light and bear the fruits of the Spirit. The thing I have learnt from doing mission is that we are one family. On my first trip, someone told me we might speak different languages, we might have different skin colour, but we share the same DNA through the blood of Jesus Christ. I've never forgotten that. Let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for who you are. Thank you that you were with us every step of the way, even though we didn't know where we were going. But you were there leading us and guiding us, just like the footprints poem, Lord. 
Father, I thank you for the support of this church family. I thank you for the love and the prayers of the people on Umboy. I pray your blessing will be upon them, upon the Vanuatu Church right now meeting, upon the World Church, Lord, whether they're meeting by themselves this morning or with thousands, Lord. Father, I just want to thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've done and I thank you for blessing every person on this team. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to ask the team to come up. We've got something special to um, teach you. So Andrew and Laura have a song that we would like to share. All right, well, just before we uh, sing this song, so this is obviously a song that it's not in our language, but that's okay, we're going to learn it. Um, one of the things we had to do, prepare before we went over to Vanuatu was um, learn some songs to have in our repertoire for when you go to new places and get asked to come up the front and sing. So anyway, what I'm getting at is if there's any new people here today, this is actually your time where um, you have to come up and sing a song <laughs> when you're prepared. Hopefully, anyway. No, I'm just joking. It's all right. Um, so anyway, that was one thing we did. And for some people, it was a bit daunting. But, you know, it's the same thing. And people even this morning were saying that, oh, it's nervous. We've got to get up. And it's like, it's the same thing. We're in just different people. We're just a bit more pale. Quite a lot more pale. So um, anyway, this is our song. We will, we're going to have a bit of fun, hopefully. And we'll sing it through. We'll sing it through first. Then... We'll all sing it through together. Then hopefully we can do it in a round. Okay. Experiment. Good. All right. So I'll, I'll give you a starting note. You, you, me, one fella, big fella, family, family, belong God, family, belong God. You, me, one fella, big fella, family. Family belong God. Ham brother belong me. Ham brister belong me. Papa long heaven. He love him you more me. You got it? Let's go. Alright, let's all sing it together. You, me, one fella, big fella, family, family belong God, family belong God. You, me, one fella, big fella, family, family belong God. Ham brother belong me, ham sister belong me, papa long heaven, he loving you more me. So what does that say? I huh? What does it say, Peter? What does it say? You and me, we're all family, family under God. Um, we're all brothers, we're all sisters. God in heaven, he loves you more than me. He loves you and me, yes, okay, good. All right, so we're going to split... You do that sword. Yeah, so from the thing to the thing. From so you guys will all follow me. Oh, I'm going to take this one. 
Everybody in these rows and these rows are going to follow me. And this one and this one, you're mine. Let's what go. about the back people? So, Andrew. oh, just split yourselves. <laughs> the four on the chairs there, you're with them. That one's at those side. Okay. Okay. You just stay. Well, just look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we will start. So we'll go right the way through and as we're getting to the hem brother bit we're going to start singing the... from the start yes it's going to be easy as yes <laughs> okay ready you me one fella big fella family family belong god family belong god you me one fella big fella family family belong god you, and me, one fella, big fella, family, family, belong God, family, belong God. Papa you, me, one fella, big fella, family, family, belong God. You, me, one fella, big fella, family, family, belong God, family, belong God. You, me, one fella, big fella, family, family, belong God. Keep going. Hem, brother, belong me. Hem, sister, belong me. Papa, long heaven, he love him, you know me. Hem, brother, belong me. Well done, guys. Thank you very much. Sorry this went a bit longer than we planned, but that's Vanuatu for you. Um, outside, we're going to have a sausage sizzle. So if you see one of the team, come and talk to them. Um, there's much we didn't tell you about that. But the fellowship and the um, people just bless you so much. We went to a church service in 2019. They gave us paper plates and it took two hands to hold them up. I am sorry we can only provide a sausage and a bread this morning. So... Last thing, may God bless you and keep you and keep his face upon you and give you his peace. Our team will march down the aisle and we will custom to um, shake hands with everyone and say God bless you. So thank you guys, thank you church and God bless you all. So.